Jitoata, the Russian Nightmare here, and you are listening to the Insiders Wrestling Podcast. Stay tuned. Ah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Insiders Podcast. We are so glad to have you. I've had to throw that little tribute out there to Mr. LaGreca from Busted Open. And we are so excited to have you with us, as always. I have my co-host here, Jeff, and we've got Jody with us today as well. Um, coming in a little bit later than we wanted to. A um, little bit of technical difficulties out there. So uh, couldn't be with you on Monday, but we are here with you on Tuesday. And Jeff and Jody, how are you, first of all? And let's talk about some breaking news, shall we? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So obviously, guys, we knew we heard a little bit earlier today that we were getting a big announcement from Becky Lynch and there was speculation all over the place. Um, rumors saying she's going to retire. Rumors saying that, uh, um, I don't know, that she's that she's leaving for a while. Rumor, you know, just a bunch of different rumors. And well, we got the answer tonight on Raw. So Becky Lynch is pregnant and she is going to be leaving for a while. And because of that, um, Asuka is now the champion. So they used the money in the bank. Um, and the briefcase obviously had the title in there. So now Asuka is the women's Raw champion. So there you go, guys. If people were wondering why this all happened the way it did, um, this is probably the reason why it happened. I'm sure they may have known about this maybe a little bit ahead of time because of the tapings and so on. So what did you guys think? Shocked? Yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, you know, there was there was a lot of speculation out there, but um, yeah, I'm I'm really shocked. I'm I understand now um, certain things that have happened. So, uh, but I I'd be remiss if if I didn't say from all of us, uh, congratulations to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Absolutely, absolutely. Well said. What'd you think? What did you think, Jody? I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I got a little teary eyed during that, you know, I've, uh, I mean, obviously from the way it was presented, it seemed like an unexpected, um, surprise. And, you know, I've, I've been in that situation, you know, when Logan came along, that was unexpected. And, um, you know, I, I can, I can put myself in her shoes completely and it's, you know, it's, it's scary and um, exciting all at the same time, knowing that you're going to be a mom and um, here I am getting all teary out of it. Um, I'm, I'm really, really happy for her. And, you know, like you said, many congratulations. It's, it's exciting. And it's, it's, it's a brand new chapter of, of your life and it will be, the single greatest shining moment scary thing you'll ever do there you go there you go and uh yeah well i mean what an appropriate thing at the day after mother's day um 
uh, uh, you know, hey, uh, you, you couldn't have gotten a better time, better moment. Um, yeah, um, you know, sometimes we got to take a step back, guys. We know that we all watch these guys. They, they perform for us. They entertain us. Um, but real life comes in, you know, and, and we've seen this. And, and a lot of times when the real life comes in, it's a sad moment. Um, whether it be retirement or whether it be an injury, things like that. We live through, we see these guys, we feel for them. But every now and then, you get a happy moment um, to go with that as well. And yes, from all of us here at the Insiders, definitely, like Jeff said, congratulations to Becky Lynch. Congratulations to Seth Rollins as well. Um, and uh, what a wonderful new chapter of their lives. And uh, yeah. we were doing a little bit of speculating beforehand. And, you know, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen now. And we'll just have to see, um, you know, whether or not Becky chooses to come back, whether she comes back in a part-time manner, whatever the case might be, we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, so Asuka is our new champion. And with that, let's segue, right? Let's segue right to Money in the Bank. Um, let's talk about this pay-per-view because I'll tell you, we all came out of this last night raring to go, man. We, we, <laughs> were, we all loved the show. And let's get into that a little bit. So Jeff, why don't you start us off? Tell, us, tell everybody out there what you thought of Money in the Bank. I absolutely loved it. Um, I I actually went back and watched it last night again after we got done recording, and it just it kept getting better. And you know what I really thought about the show overall was it gave us a little bit of everything. It gave us great matches, some great moments, and uh, and some great entertainment. And you know, for two and a half hours, if you count the pre-show, three and a half hours, we were fully entertained and. That's something that we desperately need at this point in time. And um, so I, I really, you know, kudos. I want to give kudos to WWE because they really did a great job uh, with the pay-per-view last night. And I said this last night, and um, I'm going to say it again tonight. I'm actually going to mention his name this time. For people like Brian Alvarez who have – all these negative things to say about the WWE and he went on his show today and he talked about how Otis couldn't climb the ladder, but then all of a sudden he can climb the ladder and get the briefcase. Dude, if you don't watch the show, don't speak on it. Go ahead and tell say, he didn't get the briefcase that exactly, way. <laughs> exactly. If, if you don't watch WWE, don't speak on it. Don't crap on something that you don't watch. Go ahead and say that you hate WWE and be done with it. And that way, you know, people will know where your allegiances lie. But don't sit there and go on your little platform and trash something that you pretty much didn't watch. Because if you watched it, you would know that Otis didn't climb – climb the freaking ladder so brian alvarez kick rocks and that's the <laughs> nicest way i can put it i'm done oh man there you go there you go before i let jody go i pulled you guys last night after the show and conveniently uh we weren't going to be able to use this poll but here we go we, we can use it now so i asked you guys what was your score for money in the bank let us know why you selected the grade you did and um 43 of you said loved it uh 38 said good but had a couple flaws um uh looks like 12 percent was just okay and seven percent of you were like brian alvarez and hated it so a couple of quick comments so big boy daily big boy says i love money in the bank really surprised me when otis won 
uh, due to an AJ slip-up. I had a feeling that Asuka was going to win, but I picked Nia and Alistair to win. Overall, every other match I thought was very good. My favorite matches were Braun and Bray and Money in the Bank. Uh, we had uh, Dave in Real Life said it was very enjoyable from start to finish, minus the one match. Uh, I said R-Truth and Lashley, which was pointless. We'll probably get to that one in a little bit. Bailey retaining wasn't a surprise. We all were waiting for the moment when Sasha turns on her to kickstart their feud. Maybe the hacker will play a part. I uh, thought Bray versus Braun was okay. Loved the tease when Braun put on the mask and pretended to join Bray, but you know, now the Fiend has to get involved, so this feud isn't over. The main event for me was the highlight of the night. It was funny in places, action-packed, and had a really shocking ending, I believe, or shocking result at the end, crowning Oscar and Otis as Mr. and Miss Money in the Bank. I would like to take a minute to mourn the loss of Rey Mysterio and Aleister <laughs> Black, who was thrown off the top of Titan Tower. Rest in peace, and now I'm going to do this. Because <laughs> they went off the top of, and Alistair Black, uh, God bless Alistair. Alistair Black on his on his Twitter page today had a picture of a ghost sheet ghost. Uh, with the eyes. Uh, I I absolutely love that. So um, yes, we don't know what happened to. I don't know whether or not they because we're filming this during Raw, so we're not watching the whole show. Don't know whether they're going to address that, but they did not address it at the pay per view. Oh, uh, well, so you're talking about Ray. You're talking about Ray and Alistair. Yes. They have made a miraculous comeback from the dead, and they will face uh, the Monday night Monday night Messiah, Seth Rollins, and oh, Murphy. Well, look at okay. that. Okay. So may, maybe the Monday night Messiah rose them from the dead. Rose them from the dead. Maybe. maybe they'll come out. What if they came out in ghost sheets? How funny would that be? <laughs> how that would be funny? Awesome. How funny would that be? Or came I out still... dressed like zombies or something. <laughs> I still say that they should, well, there you go. That would be a great marketing ploy for their next line of zombie figures, wouldn't it? Um, how cool would it be if I still say on Friday, they pull the police cars up in front of the building and arrest Baron Corbin, um, <laughs> arrest them for murder. I still say that should happen. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Jody, go ahead. Um, what, what did you, what, what were your highlights of the show? Obviously, you know, I'm going to say Bray versus Braun was awesome. And we will talk more about that in Abby's window. Cause I have a lot to say about that. Um, but I honestly, I, I don't remember the last time I had that much fun watching a pay-per-view. I mean, I, the money in the bank match was incredible. I absolutely loved every single minute of it. There was, I mean, the only thing I felt like was missing um was during the money in the bank match i would have enjoyed some commentary especially when you know alistair and ray got thrown off the roof i mean it would have been funny to hear the the announcers reactions to that um but yeah i thought couldn't it was, you just uh, hear couldn't you just hear jr going oh my god he went <laughs> over the roof they're gone. They just got thrown over the roof. Um, so I would have oh enjoyed. God, he's some, broken in yeah. half. <laughs> yeah. So I would have enjoyed some commentary, but it was an amazing pay per view. Actually, it's you know it's one of my favorites. So um, I thought it was fantastic. Every moment of it was awesome. I agree. I agree. 
We got a couple more comments. Moda and 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 our own Jesse Callen had a little bit of a a, a Twitter war uh, in our little poll here. Um, it was about the Braun and Bray match. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it went on for a while. Uh, Moda said loved it except for the fact that Bray lost him by pinfall, which is the worst way they could have booked that. If the plan was eventually to set up the Fiend versus Braun, then another finish should have been booked. A DQ or some other type of finish would have been better. Um, Jesse wrote, or, uh, wrote after it makes perfect sense. The way they did it, it was Funhouse Bray. He thought he had accomplished his goal. Then Braun fooled and betrayed him again. Bray was distraught and didn't fight back at that point. From this comes a beautifully perfect, perfect story. Just keep watching. And that goes on for quite a while, guys. So if you want to go read that, go to the poll and you can read that little, uh, that little Twitter thing that Moda and, uh, and Jesse had there, you know, just kind of going back and forth with their opinions. Chris writes, I loved it. Very good matches and good stories. Money in the Bank itself had me smiling the entire time. And Monica King writes, I loved it, uh, but I was just, I was really wanting Alistair to win it, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, man, I, I love this pay-per-view. Um, I enjoyed it. I laughed through the entire Money in the Bank from Brother Love coming out. I love you uh, from the bathroom. <laughs> and, uh, and, and our own C Wrestling said he was in the bathroom taking a dump. Um, that could very <laughs> Then, uh, but he, you know, from him coming out, and then from seeing uh, John Laurinaitis get pied in the face, and, and oh, that was beautiful. Being one of the best food fights I've seen since watching Animal House when I was a kid, um, and Paul Heyman with the slop all over his face. Um, that was great. Absolutely priceless. Very, very entertaining. And as I said to Jeff uh, last night when we were talking about this, I, I didn't really see a clunker match. I really didn't. I know the Alistair, or I'm sorry, the R-Truth match was mentioned, but I didn't really think, look, if that ends up being Bobby Lashley having MVP as his mouthpiece and manager, I am perfectly fine with that. And it also led R-Truth to going after, hey, R-Truth is going to go after Tom Brady, guys. He's going All right. Tom Brady. Um, a lot of people may like that. Um, he's going after Tom Brady. I don't. His 24-7 belt back. <laughs> I don't like you know, it. Go Bucks. <laughs> oh. Jeff is a converted Tom Brady fan, guys, because he's oh. a Tampa Bay fan. So look out. Um, we may end up having some discussions on here about that. About that very yeah, thing. me me and Jeff are at odds now because I'm a diehard <laughs> Carolina Panthers fan. Uh oh, so. see, I'm glad. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I also being a Colts fan too, living in Indianapolis, I absolutely despise the Patriots. So yes, <laughs> I do not like Tom Brady. I do not like Rob Gronkowski. So yeah. <laughs> Listen, I Go I'm converted. I'm converted very reluctantly because I'm not the biggest Brady fan and definitely not a Gronk fan. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a, a reluctant uh, conversion there. But there you, you go. Maybe your may, team. Hey, maybe our yeah. truth actually does go after Tom Brady because listen, we don't know where our truth's head is sometimes. So maybe he thinks it was Tom Brady and he goes after Tom Brady. That'd be pretty. Hey, fun. maybe Tom fun. Brady's got that twenty four seven title now. We maybe don't Tom know. Brady beat Gronkowski at some point for it. Hey, right? Who, who knows? Uh, who knows? But you know what I would love to see though. I would love to see <laughs> if it's going down the football route. Please let Bill Belichick get that belt and somebody go after him for it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something to see. That would be something to see. 
couple more quick comments I have from you guys. DJ B. Tazzy, shout out to DJ. Um, he wrote, I love it. This is all in caps, by the way. So DJ was, he was, he was energetic here. I love it. Give it an eight out of 10 on Dave's stream. But now after thinking about it, could have given it close to a nine. Just about all the matches were good. And he just said, except for Bobby Lashley versus our truth match, the money in the bank match was great. Even the kickoff match was good. Uh, we had Darren say it was absolutely fantastic. Love 90% of it. Minimal things like the ending of the men's match. The, the doink guy. Now, see, I like the doink reference. I, I know it wasn't <laughs> doink, and maybe it was a little distasteful. Yeah, because, we, you know. But it was we, funny. It was. It was funny. I mean, obviously, he wasn't doink. He didn't even look like doink, but he just had the green hair and the makeup and stuff like that. They, it really wasn't even the same makeup, too. So it could have just been a clown. Um and then, uh, so the Doink guy and Lashley match took a point off maybe for me, but the rest was enjoyable. Uh, Scott Rowland says, good effort. Uh, the no crowd things take so much away, and obviously they can't help it. I'm glad they went a whole different route with the presentation. And Kevin Cope says, I thought it was an excellent show. Good matches throughout. Multiple storylines were advanced and a fun money in the bank to end the show. I was entertained throughout. Personally, as an overall show, I thought it was better than WrestleMania. You know what? I said that exact same thing to Jeff. Um, yep. I, I liked some of the, I, don't get me wrong. The, 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 the cinematic matches were amazing. Um, the, the Seth and Kevin Owens match, very good. The Charlotte match, very good. Um, there are a lot of great matches at WrestleMania, but there were a lot of times where, and I used this thing before, where I walked away to get a snack and I wasn't really concerned about what was going on. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think this one was, I agree. Uh, I think this one was better. Um, I think this one was better. And guys, um, Abby's window, we are going to cover that Bray and Braun match in much, much, much more detail as we always do. We're going to go over the theory behind it. We're going to go over a little bit because that caused a little bit of commotion there, maybe in our Twitter. So we're going to go over that for you guys. I have a theory. Um, Jody's got theories. So I've got a theory. Jody's got theories. So you guys, well, there you go. That's a teaser for Wednesday. We're gonna come back with Abby's on Wednesday. Um, we're gonna we were gonna make that a half show, but I don't know. I, I think we're just gonna go with a with a whole show. Uh, we're also gonna talk about Bray on the bump. We are. Yes, we are Bray Wyatt. If you did, you guys didn't see it, Bray was on the bump uh, on Sunday, and that was interesting. Uh, we got a, another <laughs> Muscle Man version, so that was that was really fun, fun to watch. Um, that was amazing. Never thought I'd saw Bray do Dance Dance Revolution, but we got Dance Dance Revolution. Um, so yeah, uh, so we will talk about that on. I Wednesday. never thought I'd see Bray run away from a pig. Yes, that was, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, there were a lot of crazy things uh, we will definitely get to on Wednesday's uh, version of Abby's Window. So, um, so yeah, um, I guess, look, you know, we're already a little bit behind here on the, on, the, on the Money in the Bank because we wanted to get this to you guys on Monday, obviously. So just some, I guess, some final thoughts and where are we going from here, guys? So, uh, Jeff, give us final thoughts on Money in the Bank. Um, where do you think it's going next at Backlash? So, I mean, obviously, again, we, we got some really great matches. Uh, the tag match, um, you know, Bailey and Tamina, I thought were good. Um, just really the whole card. But I think what happens from here is the WWE really did a good job of starting and advancing storylines. So mm -hmm. I think look to see what Otis does with the, with the briefcase. I think he, 
He had mentioned before that he wants to use it to go after the tag team titles. Mm -hmm. So let's see if something like that happens or if we get a a turn from a Tucker. Um, That could be a possibility. Um, I think this Bray Braun thing is just getting started, and I'll explain more what I'm talking about uh, on Wednesday with Abby's Window. Uh, But I'm really looking forward to the uh, tag team um, division on SmackDown at this point with the way the Fatal 4-Way went in that tag match. Uh, really, you know, New Day kind of separated themselves again. So I want to see who this, who the next challenge, the next challenge is for them. And do we get some type of internal rift at some point between them? Mm. Very good. Yeah, very good. And don't forget, guys, we did get a sighting of the hacker. Wasn't what everybody thought it was going to be. There really wasn't a big reveal. In fact, if there was a reveal, it revealed more stuff about the hacker himself. Um, you got a much, much bigger area that you saw screen-wise. A um, couple people pointed out some things today. Um, if you notice, the one screen on the top was the biggest screen he was looking at was Big E. So of all those screens, Big E's screen was the biggest one he was looking at on there. And then you got some other little things. Um, like I know our own Detective C Wrestling uh, figured out some other stuff. He, the coordinates pointed him to a park. Uh, that was near the performance center, and the park is called Veterans Park. Uh, so, is this a is this a, a legend now doing this? Um, Jeff even said yesterday that he saw some stuff on Twitter with CM Punk kind of teasing a little bit about hacker now um, and that was something we kind of threw out and thought, no, that's not going to happen. Well, we don't really know, and we didn't get very much other than these little tiny things and and saw a bigger room and stuff like that. So um, the story is still going, guys, and I'm guessing it still is, and maybe this coming week on SmackDown we get something from the hackers. Well, so, Jody, um, takeaways from the uh, Money in the Bank, and then we shall move forward. I think it's interesting to note now that we know that Oscar won it and the belt was in it. Oscar is now a Grand Slam champion, mm, um, yeah, so yeah. that was great. Yeah. And um, I have heard the rumors about Otis using it for the tag team championships. Yeah. I do think that would be a mistake. Um, I think I I love them as a tag team. I really really do. But this is kind of his moment to shine, and I think he should take it. Uh, doesn't mean that he has to completely abandon Tucker. It just, you know, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross have been together. And, you know, Alexa's been in tag teams with people and won the championship. So Bailey's been champion, but she's been with Sasha Banks. So doesn't mean that Tucker has to disappear. I just think that he should take use this opportunity that he's been given to, to step out on his own a little bit. Um, Obviously, this Bray and Braun storyline is not over. We'll talk about that more on Wednesday. So I'm excited for that. I think we get The Fiend versus Braun Strowman, the backlash. Um, yeah, it's, I'm excited. I think WWE is doing a very good job of advancing storylines. Um, shockingly, really, because I feel like sometimes it's – it's sometimes the the superstars that are advancing the storylines and WWE is kind of like, eh, okay, go with it. Uh, but I do feel like they're really making an effort to set up these little intricate, uh, detailed storylines. And I think that's awesome. 
One little quick shout out that I'm going to give here. Um, and this is from our friend, Brandy. Um, Brandy wrote um, up, he, he wrote, she wrote this to me today in the text. And I'm just want, I just want to shout this out because this goes out to the community, goes out the days as well. And Brandy said, I would not have been able to understand the last match last night without the help of wrestling days commentary. I don't know if he completely comprehends what a service he provides, Please let me know. Um, and then she talks about uh, what we're going to do for the rest of the week and things like that. But yeah, so um, shout out to uh, today's to the community as well. Um, and there you go. I mean, uh, I, you know, great comment from her. Um, and yeah, um, it would have been. I could totally understand how it would have been confusing um, to to get that without somebody giving you that audio and stuff like that. So awesome. So great shout out there from our friend Brandy. And um we have uh, a segment from Brandy actually coming up soon. Before we end it here with the show, um, my thoughts are kudos to WWE. Um, we, like Jeff said, you know, very early on in this show, people brag on them a lot. They really do. Um, they're the big guy, They're the big kids in the playground, right? So a lot of times the big kid is the one that gets the most attention and negative or positive, and they get a lot of negative attention and they get ragged on a lot. But listen, when you got to give credit when it's due and when something entertains you and takes you away from all this business outside in the world for a few hours and you laugh and you enjoy then you know what to me that's a great show and um and it that's it did that for me and apparently it did that for a lot of you guys as well so kudos to wwe um i love it where the storylines are going um yeah i'm as interested in the same ones as you guys are the seth rollins thing got me a little bit with the shaking hands at the end didn't expect that thought there would be a snake thing coming up there but um who knows um i i don't know where that's headed um but yeah uh, kudos to WWE. Um, we all loved this pay-per-view and I hope you guys all did as well. So, all right, guys, um, that wraps up money in the bank and Hey, this is a loaded show. We've got a lot of stuff going on. We got, we dove right into the breaking news. Um, but coming up next, we have Mr. Adam Rotella and his six minutes and five seconds of NWA. He's going to give you a little bit of news and he's going to give you a little bit of something to look forward to. So Adam, take it away, bud. Good evening, Insiders Podcast, and hello to all the beautiful, wonderful, handsome, pretty people of the Wrestling Days community. You look great in that shirt, by the way, Wrestling Days community. This is Adam Rotella, host of 10 Pounds of Podcast, with your weekly recap of the NWA. Of course, this week we are not recapping anything once again, because there has not been an NWA power for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I could probably go on like that for, for the whole six minutes, five seconds. But we're not, because I'm here to get you guys ready for tomorrow for super power coming to the NWA YouTube page. Not only is tomorrow the day of super power, but it's also Wrestling Days' birthday. Happy birthday, Daisy. Folks, there's two matches that I want to get you guys a little bit amped up for tomorrow. And I think that it's going to fit this community very, very well. The first match, I know that Mr. Mikulacek is a big fan of the question mark. I know that Wrestling Days is still waiting for the question mark mask. Are you still waiting for the question mark mask, my man? Jeez. 
we got to we got to send a letter to Mongrovia about their shipment payments. But the match that I'm talking about for tomorrow is Question Mark and Aaron Stevens versus the legendary team of the Rock and Roll Express, my friends. If you go to an NWA TV taping and you are not engulfed by the chanting of Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll, you, my friend, are not a wrestling fan. It is so loud in that building when the when the, the Rock and Roll Express comes out. And this was a match that was set up by Aaron Stevens, which he said something very disrespectful to the Rock and Roll about. He said that if they would, quote-unquote, do business with them, he would take them to Hollywood and put them in one of his movies. My friends, you do not tell the Rock and Roll Express to lay down for anyone. You do not tell the Rock and Roll Express to do business. This is a match that I think that Aaron Stevens is way, way over his head with, and I don't even think that his third-degree national title is going to help him get out of this. I went to this TV taping, and I have no idea what happened at Superpower. It's been so long. So tomorrow night at... 6.05 Eastern on the NWA YouTube page. It would be like I'm watching this for the very first time. And my friends, my money, my bet is on the Rock and Roll Express to beat Aaron Stevens and to beat the question mark. And I don't know if Aaron Stevens and the question mark beat Rock and Roll Express. There just might be a riot in the street, everybody. The next match I want to point us in the direction of is going to be a barn burner. This is exactly what the NWA is built around. Giant men having collisions with each other in the ring. Let me tell you who, what's, what's going on in the main event of Superpower. We have Strictly Business versus Villain Enterprises. My friends, this is going to restart the fire between NWA and ROH, something that we do hope to continue into the distant future right now. We know that Marty Skrull and Nick Goldis have been friends ever since they've been, I think ever since they've been 18 years old, they've known each other. And Nick Goldis just turned 33 this year. So, we have... Our real world's champion, Nick Aldis, teaming up with Thomas Latimer to go up against Marty Skrull and Brody King. Now, my friends, I know that the Wrestling Days community might not be very familiar with Brody King. My friends, when you see this hoss of a man, you are going to be so impressed. He is covered from head to toe with tattoos. He has a beard that goes down all the way down half his chest, he is one of the most intimidating professional wrestlers I have ever seen in my entire life. I do not know. I do not know how, how Nick Aldis and Thomas Latimer get past Brody King. And then, of course, you have Marty Skrull in the mix there. Whoop, whoop. You have Marty Skrull who can do anything almost as good as Nick Aldis can. But, my friends... Do not count our real world champion out because when the when the stakes are high, real Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis never backs down from a challenge. My money, and you can take this to the bank, my friends, my money is strictly business wins. Flat out, 
in the middle of the ring, pinning Brody King. My friends, I want you to pay close attention to Brody King. Uh, a, a, a few people in a last Wrestling Days chat said that he reminded them of Aleister Black from WWE. And let me tell you what, they, he might look similar to Aleister Black, but this man is so much more powerful than Aleister Black. Keep your eye on Brody King tomorrow. My friends, my name's Adam Rotella. I host 10 Pounds of Podcast. I have a video that releases every single morning for you to have your morning coffee with me. I would love for you to come by, spend a cup of coffee with Adam Rotella, say hi, make sure to comment. I'm always up. I respond immediately to every single comment. And as always, it's a pleasure to be a part of the Wrestling Days community. I hope everyone had a fantastic time last night on the Money in the Bank stream. I was there, and it was great to see you. All right, I went over my time. So, gentlemen, if you need to cut this at all, please feel free to edit around what you need to. But I'll see everyone next week with an NWA Super Power Recap. Finally, some new content to talk about. All right, everybody, welcome back from Mr. Rotella's segment. And thank you to Adam, as always, for being on our show. Uh, we love his segment, and we love the NWA. Watch our social media, especially this week. Watch our social, watch our Facebook page, watch our Instagram page, watch our Twitter. We've got some big stuff coming, okay? Big, big stuff coming. So watch the social media all this week and you will get the story of what is ahead for the insiders. For Jeff, for Jody, and myself, we will see you all very soon. Take care, everybody.